Set your mind on things above with Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. He wanted a cure. He found the creator. Chapter 22 The Encounter Enoch, rise. What? Enoch breathed heavily, brushing dirt and tears from his face as he rose to his knees. It is so quiet. Too quiet. The night creatures are never without sound. He grabbed his blade. Enoch, rise. Enoch peered into the dark woods past the father trees and braced himself. Bright light illuminated the forest. Enoch fell, dropping his dagger, dazed. The woods were lit up like sun's peak. Impossible. Enoch, the voice called again. Enoch shielded his eyes and stared at the blurry figure in the center of the light. The burning sensation returned, flowing through him like manta, purging everything in its path. Still, he could not look away. He was drawn to that light. Somehow it was lessening, or either he was becoming more. Now he could clearly make out the form of a man standing in front of him. The image was fuzzy, but definitely a man reaching out to him. Enoch hesitated, turning his face as he grabbed the man's hand. His knees buckled. My lord. Enoch tried to regain his balance and bow, but instead he collapsed at the feet of the image. Son of Adam, be at peace. The light made him stand. Heat coursed through him once more, but this time it wove through him like wiry cords strengthening his limbs. It traveled up and around his torso, through his neck, and finally burst through his head with a pop. Enoch tilted his head. He could hear everything. A cricket on the far side of the forest calling to its kind. Someone whispering at a childling too fussy for rest. The thunder of horses galloping wildly when some creature disturbed their watering hole. A woman crying. Two men speaking. And countless conversations blending, mixing, becoming one, and then distinctly separate again. Enoch touched his ears, shook his head, and looked at the one. Puzzled. How? For now you hear as I hear. Understand, for it will not always be so. Enoch furrowed his brows as if the motion could make him understand this newness. The beloved laughed. Enoch, relax. I did not mean you would have to understand it alone. Come, I will show you. Ah! Enoch screamed, clutching the hand for dear life as his other limbs wavered uncontrollably. They were hovering, or was it flying? Maybe they were standing in nothingness. Where are we? We are here. Where is here? Here is where I am. I mean, what is this place? This place is where we were. My lord, I do not understand. We were in Avonland Forest. Now we are nowhere. The beloved touched the man's eyes. Look again. Enoch stumbled backward as images swirled around him. It was everything. The vista of the seven hills, his tent in the city of Seth, Tafara with her bow drawn. Even the twelve pillars of El Tavah came into view. The moon drew nigh, so close he could touch it, followed by twirling balls of light speeding through blackness, streams of vapor in blues, purples, pinks, and colors he could not name illuminated the darkness and clustered together. The soft white waves of the Adama sky brushed his skin, leaving it damp. Solid crystal towers appeared before him with throngs of glorious ones walking among their spiraling stairs. 
a clear lake flowed through the center, leading to a magnificent structure. Enoch leaned forward to peer through its doors. He reached out to grab the handle, but it faded at his touch. Instead, coarse bark grazed his fingertips as he stood dumbfounded before a towering father tree. Enoch swung around. They were back in Avalon Forest. My lord, Enoch said with his mouth gaping. What happened? Where did we go? Son of Adam, the image said gently. We did not go anywhere. We are where we have always been. But understand, at first you heard as I hear, and for a moment you saw as I see. My lord, but there was nothing, then everything. Yes. But where did it all come from? It has always been in me. In you? Yes. How? How can everything that is be in you? So even though I'm right here with you, standing in Avalon Forest, I am, I mean, everything here is in you? Yes. Why did you tell me to meet you in Avalon Forest? You could have just come to me again. Good, Enoch, you are reasoning and you are correct. I could have just come to you again, as you like to call it, although that is not really how it happens. But I did not because it would have been disruptive to your sequence. My sequence? What? The beloved laughed and touched the crinkled skin in between Enoch's brows. Of course it is difficult for you to understand sequence because you are in it. Enoch's shoulders sagged. The beloved smiled again. Do not worry, Enoch. I will increase your understanding for you will need it in the days to come. Aha, Enoch said triumphantly. You said come. You said that is not what you do. True, let me explain. All the people of Adama live in sequence, an arrangement of rhythm and order. You are born into sequence and bound by it. Your sequence cannot be altered without consequences. I do not live in sequence, although I created it. Where do you live? I am the where. Enoch smacked his head and began pacing again. The beloved laughed even more. Think of it this way. You can experience me most fully at the outer realm beyond all sequence, where it is always now. Which brings me to your question about coming. I am also the now. Everything exists in me and the now, even though you do not perceive it that way. So for you, days are coming. But for me, all the days that are coming to you have already been and still are. Enoch stopped pacing abruptly and faced the beloved, wide-eyed. But you said you do not interfere in our sequence. If that is true, why did you come to me? I made you aware of my presence because you called me. That is what I do. I am always here at every point, not only in your sequence, but in the sequences of every man living now and in your future. You sought me. If a man seeks me, I will increase his perception so he becomes aware of my presence. When you say I came to you, I was already with you, and you are already in me. Enoch thought about this for a moment, opened his mouth as if to speak, then shut it tightly. Do not fear, you may speak freely. I was thinking, was that how it was with Father Adam before he sinned? Exactly. Adam lived in continual awareness of me. Enoch began pacing back and forth again. At the ceremony of the bearer, when heaven's fire came down and consumed the sacrifice, that was you answering? No, Enoch, that was you. Enoch stepped back in disbelief, but I am not the... Of course not, the beloved said, laughing again. I allowed you to access my power. Why? You sought me, remember, before the ceremony? The heat, the burning, that was you coming, I mean, making me aware? Not only that, but also giving you power. 
why would you give me power? Enoch, I have often been with you and shared my power. Why do you think you are able to run so fast, track so well, still speak with the animals? That is you? I thought it was the one mind. That is what Father Adam and the elders call it. Not it, he, the beloved said, shaking his head. Most of the elders lost their ability to speak to us long ago. All they remember is the power, the sensation, but not us. Why can I hear you, speak to you, and not the others? Why am I different? Enoch, you listen. When you call me, you expect something to happen, even though you are not always aware of my presence. Your expectation creates a gate, a bridge that increases your ability to receive my presence. But I thought you increased my ability to perceive right, but I will not force myself on anyone. You must give me access to yourself first. Then I will do the same. When that happens, when we agree, when we commune, you begin to understand me. As your understanding increases, your capacity to use the abilities I originally gave Adam are increased. Enix stopped pacing and stared at the beloved. He started to speak, frowned, and started pacing again. At the ceremony of the bearer, when the fire came down, that was me. In a sense, you called out to me and I responded. I agreed with you. Enix stopped again. Remember what I told you to do that eve? Watch. Listen. Speak. When you said, if I am speaking the truth, may the ancient one consume, I heard you and you accessed my presence and my power. Then when you spoke, you received the fruit of your words, just as I do when I speak. Are you telling me heaven's fire came down just because I told it to? Yes. That doesn't make reason. It makes perfect reason if your understanding is open. A moment ago, in your sequence, you saw everything and nothing at the same time. How was that possible? Enoch was silent for a while. I do not know. It is possible because everything you see is created from what you cannot see. It is called faith. Enoch swung around, looking wildly. Where is faith now? Faith cannot be seen, but it is always present. What makes it seen? How can I make it become something I can see? You tell me. How did you make heaven's fire come down? I obeyed, I watched, I listened, and I spoke. Yes, but what did you speak, and what did you expect when you spoke? That's the key. I said what was supposed to happen all along, and I remember imagining it happening in my mind. That is, I really was wishing it would happen. You spoke according to the sequence already established. You knew I always answer by fire and consume an acceptable sacrifice. You really believed it would happen. Then you spoke according to the will of the Ancient One, and I agreed with the words you said. If you agree with me, then you do not agree with Tubal and those sons of the most. Are they really who they say they are? They speak the truth. Samjaza and the others are my sons. They are Elohim. But they claim to be the seed that will fulfill the prophecy. Is that true? No. Their desire to do so comes from their will, not mine. Their confusion has disturbed the sequence. The sequence I do not understand. This is why I have brought you here and increased your understanding. Now it is complete. The sequence has balance. Go home. The beloved turned to leave. Wait! Enoch shouted, reaching toward him. Balance? What do you mean? What am I supposed to do? I came here to gain wisdom. What should we do about the Elohim? Should we keep using the Alru? The beloved faced Enoch. His eyes were somber, but his smile kind. That is for you to decide. Remember, see as I see, 
hear as I hear, and speak as I speak. But what about— He was gone. Too late for more questions now. The beloved said, go home. That settles it. Enoch plopped down by the fire to pack his things. Why am I such a lighthead? I should have asked him about this. Enoch waved his arms, displacing the shadows. The aura was back, even stronger than before, lighting up the forest around him. And so was the burning. Will you send him alone then? You know the fallen abound. Indeed. General Michael's seat exploded with light as he took his place beside the beloved. He will be attacked should we prevent this thing from the man, Enoch. No, let us see if the man can fully access the gate even in his veiled state. And if he cannot, what then, my lord? All is well, General. I am confident he will choose the proper sequence. What of Yemezarek? Shall we delay? Ah, you access my gift then. You saw the possibilities. I did, my lord. What say you then? I believe his tendency is strong. It is strong. Since duality is present, we wait. Yes, my lord, and the others? Their outcome is sure. My class agrees. Let the sequence run its course. This concludes this chapter of Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. If you enjoyed this excerpt and just can't wait for the next chapter, download Taken ebook through Amazon Kindle and read it for free with Amazon Prime. Also, please check back for upcoming chapters of Taken on this podcast. Remember, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Please share this uplifting read with your friends and get ready to soar. Thank you again for listening and may the favor of the Ancient One be on you.